0: When things go great, own it. When things aren't going great, own it and take the lesson. And it's a heart pill to swallow sometimes, but it's also empowering. Like what a great place to be. Like I'm in control of my life.
1: Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you. So that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire because you and i we are meant to stand the f out i'm your host lauren salon and i'm a public relations and marketing expert entrepreneur speaker former on-air entertainment host and past professional fitness competitor and health coach and several times per week i'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools Tricks and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So, what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. What's up everyone. And welcome back to another episode of Amplify. Today, I'm talking to my friend, Lance Isios. Lance is the host of the university of adversity podcast. He created this podcast to help people learn from the stories of adversity, which is ranked top 50 in iTunes worldwide and the top five in entrepreneur magazines, 20 podcasts that will help you grow in 2020 list. Lance is a top-ranking podcast host on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and more. He created his platform so that people can learn from stories of adversity, grit, and success. He has interviewed more than 300 inspirational people all over the world, which has seen global success, ranking in the top 20 on Apple and in Canada and the top 100 in all major markets, including, but not limited to, Australia, Japan, UK, and the United States. As an experienced veteran with adversity, Lance has faced some of life's most difficult challenges. He battled an addiction to drugs and alcohol for more than a decade. He lost his brother to suicide and also lost his father to cancer. As a promise to himself, Lance made a goal to create a new life for himself by leaving the impact on as many people as possible. His goal was to leave the world in a better place than he found it. Lance has made it his mission to facilitate this message of positive change through adversity and encourage people to see the light through the darkness of life's worst moments. In this episode, Lance and I talk about all kinds of things from adversity, overcoming challenges, how to develop a mindset to victim mentality, you name it. This is a really, really powerful conversation. I hope you enjoy this episode. All right. What's up everyone. We've got my friend Lance here and super, super excited to have you on the show. I know for myself, like adversity, which, you know, that's not the only thing we're going to talk about, but definitely a big part of today's conversation. And I know that for myself this past year, this past month, like there has been a lot of it. And I'm hearing that a lot in my community clients, everything like that. So I know this is going to be a really, really powerful conversation for everyone. So thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So first thing we're going to dive into some rapid fire questions. So what are you grateful for right now? Oh, anything.
0: I am grateful for my healthy body and organs and everything that I'm able to get up every day and create in this world. I actually just wrote that down today. So. I like I that question. It. That's such a good yeah. thing to start with.
1: Right. I mean, that's what I do in my team calls, like with my PR team. That's what we start with. Like, yeah, um, even just hearing it, I'm like, mm, yeah, that's nice. Yes. What is a guilty pleasure of yours?
0: I would say probably pizza.
1: Okay. Any particular kind?
0: I love like a pepperoni, extra cheese with green pepper, but I also love just a pizza with double cheese. That's it.
1: So more. Okay.
0: Depends on the mood I'm in.
1: Pretty traditionalist, straightforward. I <laughs> like it. What is a random fact that most people would not know about you?
0: Okay. Well, I eat the entire kiwi with the skin on like an apple. Me too. Do you really? No, you don't.
1: Yes. I promise you. I, we you could even serious? ask my Instagram followers right Are now. Are you serious? I, every,
0: I don't think I've I ever met. I used to not. Wow.
1: I used to not. And my mom would get them growing up like all the time, like love Kiwis my whole life. And then a couple years ago, probably saw on freaking social media or something. That's like, do you know, you can eat the skin and it's got a lot of great nutrients. And I was like, oh, so that's what I do. And every time I eat them, I'm, I tell like Instagram, I'm like, you guys, did you know this? I'm like, who else does this? <laughs>
0: That's so awesome. So many people, when I tell them that they're like, Oh, I'm like, what's the difference? You eat the apple skin, like cares. Like it's, yeah,
1: but I mean, I can see the difference because apple skin doesn't have hair.
0: That's true. That's, right? true. <laughs> That's true. I'll even eat the whole kiwi. I'll just the whole thing.
1: Like, I oh yeah. It. I cut the like, little oh, do you? you know, do the sometimes, little
0: sometimes not
1: little ends off. I don't want to chew those. As long
0: as it's but... washed. I'm good.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> If you weren't well, actually, this question we may dive into more, given our pre-recording chit chat. If you weren't doing what you do now, what kind of work would you do? And so, actually, like, what's like career or job that you've always thought, like, oh my gosh, that sounds so cool, but like never explored it.
0: That's such a good question. Well, I wanted to play professional hockey. That didn't work out. What is something that I wanted to do that I haven't
1: thought about doing?
0: I would say probably
1: whether or not you're qualified in any way, like that's, would, we're playing crazy
0: yeah, ideas right yeah. now. I would say like going in and doing acting, like that was something that I always thought about and something that I never really tried. I think I did like an audition, but never really did it. And that was something that I was always like, Oh, huh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. you know, it'd be fun to do, but never.
1: Yeah. Did. Do you feel like you get to scratch that itch a little bit in creating content, podcasting, all of that?
0: Yeah, it really does like that creation feeling of like Mm -hmm. getting yourself out there and speaking. And I think that's a lot more now with, especially if we're making like entertaining videos or whatever. I like humor a lot too. And I find a lot of joy in humor. So I like joking around about stuff. So yeah, I think with creating content and, you know, the podcast and everything else definitely ticks a little bit of that box for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I found. When I was growing up, wanted to be an actress or a pop star or a country star, or like, you know, all something famous, right? Yeah. And like did acting, did some on camera hosting in the entertainment industry here in LA. And yeah, I feel like even just my podcast or you know, creating content, I'm like it on some level for me gets that like performing bug, right?
0: Yeah, so. it does. It's like it's a bit of a rush. I like that. Mm-hmm. And also something that I really want to do is get into more speaking, like public speaking, because I like the thrill of people like that pressure, because I guess it comes from sports too. I like, and when I worked in the bars, like, you know, busy nightclubs, it's like you're under the gun. And I like that pressure of like a crowd.
1: Yes. So it's like,
0: that's, I get this like weird adrenaline and I like, fine, I can really rise to the occasion when I need to. Uh So it's like that kind of adrenaline rush. I love.
1: Yes. We don't get
0: enough of this in the everyday life. So I feel like we got to choose these things to get that, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. And this may have been answered already, but what did you want to be when you were little? I don't know if it's hockey player. Yeah,
0: professional hockey player. That was my goal for my life until I was about 19, 20.
1: Gotcha. Any weird talents or special skills?
0: Not that I know of. Okay. Like I can't like tie a cherry thing with my tongue or anything. (laughs) Like I can't. I don't know. There's yeah. a, I'll probably think of something later. And be like,
1: yeah. I was going for random. So you're heading down the right
0: track yeah, for yeah. sure. I can't think of any right now. <laughs> I mean, I really can't. Yeah.
1: When is the last time that you cried?
0: On Christmas day, probably, or Christmas Eve, when me and my mom were exchanging presents, just seeing mm. like the joy that something about watching your family, your mom open a present that you got or you know, enjoy it. And something so small that made me cry. So That was definitely beautiful. I cry frequently. Like I cry at weird things too. I think it's like, it's something that, yeah, it's a freedom. It's like therapeutic. So I just allow Mm -hmm. myself when I feel like I need to, I'm not just going to cry in public, but moments where I'm like, it's a sad movie. Yeah. Just let it flow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I used to never cry and I don't cry like all the time, but I cry often. It's a very effective, like energy shift release alchemizer for me. And, but usually it's like quick, I'm like a 30 second cry. Okay, cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's amazing how much you get out of that 30 seconds though. It's like very cathartic. It's like, Whoa, that was, I do that more often.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a nice release. So I think holding that in for too long is not a good thing. You know?
1: Exactly. When is the last time that you laughed so hard? You almost paid your pants.
0: Yesterday. <laughs> okay. Where it's like the gut wrenching laugh where it's like yeah. the biggest ab workout of your life. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. I was laughing with my mom about something
1: because I'm awesome. visiting her
0: right now. So yeah, catching up on lost time. So yeah, we had a good laugh.
1: Good. Favorite meal.
0: Steak, like steak, prawns, all the trimmings, a nice Caesar salad. You know, I used to love a nice glass of wine. I don't drink anymore, but, you know, I like to think about, you know, my last meal, probably have one, you know, but like a nice ribeye steak or something like that. Sorry, vegans, but. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. (laughs) okay. You know, just like a nice place. Yeah.
1: And like, no, same,
0: same. Good quality meat, you know, some potato, mashed potatoes, some prawns, some like, you know, just all the things.
1: Yeah. I like it. Where is the next place you want to travel to? Yeah, we were just talking. The yeah. last time we chatted, you were in Colombia. Yeah. And last yeah.
0: year I was in Mexico, Miami, Colombia, Argentina, Brazil. And I ended up back in my hometown, of Edmonton. But I'm actually going to Sedona, Arizona Ooh. next. Yeah. So that's my next trip. I and love Sedona. I had one of the most powerful weeks of my life there you know, transform. Like I went through a lot and it's just such a vortex. Yep. It's a great place to kind of reconnect spiritually and just energetically. So I'm super excited about that.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So some of what I am curious about for you, just because obviously, you know, a big theme or a big thing that you talk about a lot is overcoming adversity, facing adversity, facing challenges, resiliency, all of that. And for me and I've with friends, my online community, I've seen quite a theme that 2022 was a bit of a doozy and like had a lot of challenges, a lot of adversity, that sort of thing. Like one, how was it for you? Yeah, yeah. it was. Okay. <laughs> oh, how was it for me? And what was
0: the second part? Sorry, I'd like to jump in. Well, there.
1: how like was, did you find that 2022 was a pretty like intense or stretchy year like and and if not amazing because i also know people who are like oh no it was like so good like easy all that but i've seen a very recurring theme with a lot of people at least in my world social media that was like 2022 was like a tough one even if so many amazing things happened like was kind of intense year
0: yeah it was so challenging but yet so beautiful at the same time, like there was such a paradox there because being able to live and travel around the world is such a beautiful thing. But then there was also a lot of letting go of things, even within business and people Mm -hmm. and just having to come to terms with, look, these aren't the right people, or this isn't the right direction. And there's like a thing that I wanted to hold on to, and I just needed to let go. And that was tough. Really tough to do because you know, you put time and effort and money, as you probably know, and then it's like, what this has to work out, and it doesn't always have to that, it doesn't got to be willing to pivot. So, I needed to pivot. And also, while that, my book, my publisher, three months before he went bankrupt, so I had to find a new publisher three months out. So, luckily, my writing coach,
1: oh my gosh,
0: yeah, so my writing coach, Samantha Joy at Landon, Landon Hill Press, she was just starting a company. PR company, not a PR company, a publishing company. And she took me on. So there was a lot of that. There was a lot of like mind fuckery, you know, like, and I had to really dig deep and really dig for that level of belief. Like, is what I want to achieve? Is this actually worth pursuing? Like, and I had to find that belief with myself because I was, you know, I put so much time and effort into my book, you know, because we did a big crowdfunding campaign and the guy went bankrupt. So I lost most of the money. Yeah. And
1: wait, so you did a crowdfunding yeah,
0: campaign so let me, and yeah. that
1: money got,
0: yeah, got lost. So I'll give you a backstory. 2021. What? Crowd- yeah. It's crazy. So talk about, and during writing the book, like I literally went through like all the shit, but at the same time, everything was beautiful because I'm traveling. Right. So it's like, Oh, on the surface, everyone's like, oh, you're traveling must be just so great. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But there's a lot of unknowns. I don't know. Month to month, you know, I'm in these new Airbnbs. You know, I don't have a recording studio for my podcast. There's all these, like the lighting, all the shit challenged me every single day. But of course, I love the idea of being free, but there's also in the freedom, there's also a lot of the unknown that you have to trust. And I was Mm -hmm. always having to trust the unknown that everything's going to work out. So in that sense, it was really challenging. So dealing with the book thing, we did a crowdfunding campaign in 2021. We raised a bunch of money, which was tough because I had to put myself out there and I didn't like asking for support at all, but I worked through that and did. So people supported me. And then this year, you know, a little bit of the money was done for the editing and whatever else, but then lots of it was gone. So I had to come out of pocket to pay for everything else, which was a real slap in the face. Right. Cause then I had to be like, well, is this worth the investment or do I just say, cut my losses? I had a lot of those, like, do I cut my losses moments or do I just pivot and just keep going? So that was like the hard truth of 2022. And it was tough, but I've learned a lot and i really look at back at it. I'm like, wow, I needed to learn these lessons because yeah. yeah, So
1: what would you say were the biggest lessons for you in this past year?
0: you know, my mission is to really help people move through a lot of their shit, you know, and really unlock that potential. That's always been there, you know, like really just help people take their power back. Mm-hmm. A lot of people feel a lot, very powerless through trauma, through stories and really like help people just remember what they've already had. Right. So what I've realized is that if I want to get to where I want to go, if that is really what I want to do, I need to go through things. <laughs> I need to be able to go through these things. And I understood now that shit, you know, like I got to get my ass kicked along the way. Otherwise I'm a fraud trying to talk about things I haven't gone through. Right. So that's the thing. It's like, I feel blessed because I had to go through these things because I know that I can relate to more people now. And you can probably agree with me, right? It's like when you go through these things and you figure it out, then you're able to help people more. And what I want to do is help people move through shit. In their life. And if I don't go through these things, then I won't be of service. So as much as I want things to be smooth and easy, and I believe in all of that flow state and all that, but you have to be able to get there even in the difficult times. So that was it. And that's really what I think the work is all about that we do in ourselves is that we're able to center ourselves in these challenging moments and just see past that temporary discomfort and what's on the other side of that. And there's been so much of that this year, well, 2022, not yet this year, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a real dance back and forth. That's why it's funny to look back and go, I could really say, yeah, it was great. I traveled the world, but I could also say, yeah, it was really challenging. So it depends on which lens I'm looking through. Right.
1: Yeah. I feel very similarly about my 2022. I'm like, yeah, like so many amazing things happened, like yeah, tons of highlights and like a very steady stream of challenges and like and adversity for sure. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, grateful for the lessons, tons of big ones. Can yeah. see the consistencies between them and like all the amazing stuff and blessings and fun and all that. Thank you. I, last year again, I no. to do it again. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> like you're like, bye. We're good
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: Did you notice any themes or kind of like? You know how sometimes our limiting beliefs can show up in new ways and different ways and they're like, they get really creative and stuff like that. Did you notice any consistencies or like repeat patterns popping up?
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I think like trauma and this kind of stuff really like clouds our lens and it's easy to get sneaky on you sometimes and, you know, patterns keep showing up. And I guess for me, you know, how many times do I want to learn the lesson before i Learn the lesson. I feel like that's how it works. It's like you'll always keep learning the same thing until you realize, wait a second. Okay, like I'm the issue here. I need to figure this out. And yeah, there's just this level of belief that I think one needs to be successful, you know, consistently. And it's funny because of that, for me, sometimes can kind of disappear. Like there'll be days where I'm like, yeah. And then there'll be days where like, oh man, you know, and I think that's normal. So, it's like I've been figuring out, like, how do I get to that level of belief and confidence? Because that's really what it is. A lot of these people, like, you know what I mean? You interview people and you start to realize, like, nobody has it all figured out. Somebody is struggling with something. And it's like they're great at projecting that they have the whole world figured out. But really, it is about confidence. I know you talk about confidence and belief a lot. And that's really what it is. It's like you got to just get to that place where you fully believe. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody will. And I think for me, that's been, Because things in the past didn't work out like my sports career and that kind of stuff. There's always that like, well, how would this work out? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So yeah, there's that. And it's a constant work on myself of doing the things that I know work to bring me to that level and doing it consistently to bring my my confidence. So yeah, I mean, that's probably it is just like really solidifying that I'm already there. I don't need to get anywhere, you know, and Uh just remembering that. So, but it's not always easy. Yeah. Right.
1: What kind of advice or like, what do you do when you don't quite see the lesson in the shit you're going through? Or how do you like have trust and faith when things are really, really, really hard?
0: I slow down.
1: Okay.
0: I slow down because I ask myself what's really true, right? Like what is really true? Is this true for me or is this someone else's story or somebody else's projection? Mm. And I find the answers are, I really need to calm down. I get off social media, I get quiet, I sit, I journal and I just be, you know, and I find a lot of the chaos in our minds comes from, from being too connected to too many things, too many opinions. So I just have to strip it away and just go, what's true to me? And really just journal on that and focus on gratitude and focus on just talking with myself and getting clarity. Because I think it's hard to always have a clarity because there's we're bombarded with information. And for me personally, that's when I start to doubt things or I start to get overwhelmed is when I'm like comparing myself to somebody or whatever else. And I just need to unplug from this for a minute go back to myself. And that's usually what happens or, you know, go for change up my state, you know, go for a run, go do some breath work, something that just like changes the way I feel in the moment. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's just our emotional. Sometimes for me, I can get stuck in a thought and then that thought, I'll start questioning everything around I'll be like oh well this isn't working oh yeah right. well, this isn't working yep. right. and it's like the whole thing I might as well just quit and it's like I, yeah right do you go through that it's like it's such a absolutely weird thing.
1: the like downward stress spiral yeah. where I'm like yeah. well this is really stressing me out so why don't I look at every other thing in my life that could possibly be stressing out and then freak out more
0: <laughs> totally and I think that's yeah. normal right it's normal yeah. to fall off that but then it's like how long do you stay there and go wait a minute okay that's okay I fell off but let's get back on and That's really, I think so many people are so overwhelmed with too much stuff, too many opinions, too much of this and that. And I think it's just important to come back to ourselves and get quiet and still and just tap into that, like what's actually true to us. And I'm a big, you know, intuition. That's everything in my life is through my intuition. So yeah, yeah, that's how I do it. And that's worked pretty well. Sometimes not not as easy as other times, but it works pretty well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what about like, cause I agree. Yeah. Shifting your state, getting into gratitude, journaling, connecting with yourself, eliminating distraction, especially like eliminate distractions, stop scrolling on social media. Now, if you're in a season of a lot of challenges and stuff, like the last like month have been navigating almost like two months, navigating a really frustrating thing. And that was causing me almost like daily anxiety, especially like in the month of December. And so like what, when you're in that, like it's like a sustained adversity, like what sort of like, are do you do like nervous system management stuff? Yeah. Like what do you do when you're in that kind of situation? Cause I agree like in the moment, yeah. Shift your state, whatever. Right.
0: Yeah. I just slow it down.
1: Okay. You know? Yeah.
0: I think it's a chance to pause. Like, tap out for a minute, because I don't think that it's always about going, going, going. I think there's a time, like you said, in seasons, I think like, you can't just, you know, move to the top of a mountain and become a monk. Like, I'm just meaning like, I have found that when dealing with these like things that just keep coming at me, keep coming at me, I just need to just almost laugh at it and just go, all right, I get it. I'm just going to just surrender to this because there's something here. And it's just a matter of unplugging in some way. Like, that's all I can do. For me, it's like, I've had to go and ask myself and connect to to spirit and God, you know, and just be like, all right, like, what do I need to do here? Like, I asked for these messages. Um, Like, that's the only way because I've realized that asking people and getting people's opinion doesn't do shit most of the time, because we already have the answers. A lot of times we already know Right. Right. And yeah, you can read the next book. I love reading. I love like listening to podcasts, but sometimes it's like, okay, well, I probably know the right answer here. So let's just allow the answer to come. And sometimes that it takes a while, but it's when it's too noisy all the time, it's hard to listen. And that's what I've had to do. And sometimes it's hard because you're busier in the thick of it. But I used to get, myself in trouble especially when communicating through like whatsapp and that kind of thing emotional charged conversations it's hard to get the context and i you know say things i'm like Shit, i shouldn't have said that i should have waited um,
1: right those uh-huh. kind
0: of things make such a difference yeah. Like it's always best to just go that's not the real me. i'm gonna pull away from this for right now and come see that later and yeah that's helped me a lot because i'm like thank god i didn't send that email or send the WhatsApp. up. Yes.
1: Like, yeah. Right? Taking a breath, like checking it, not to say, you know, and I say this in coaching so much, like your feelings are valid, Yeah. but they may not be telling you the truth, right? Like they're right. valid. Absolutely. And that may be your truth in the moment. And like, that doesn't mean you allow the feelings to like dictate your actions. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Taking a beat. I actually, I had a situation with somebody or somebody randomly DM'd me last night being like, I can't believe you unfollowed me. And I have no recollection of unfollowing this person, like used to be friends with them, like nothing bad happened. And, you know, and so where like, even just that, I was like, I have no, like, this is news to me that I wasn't following you first of all, but you are coming at me so hard. So like, even in those moments mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm like, wow, like we're so on, sometimes you're just so on different wavelengths because of Whatever you're telling yourself, wherever you're at, that it's like, hold on. So even that situation, I'm like, I don't even know how to like have a rational conversation with you about this because you're committed to that direction, you know. But yeah, the importance of like, yeah, slowing down, taking a breath for sure.
0: And as it's simple as it is, I just want to add to that, as simple as this is, like for me having to deal with loss, you know, deaths, Mm -hmm. breakups, things, it's always down to the journaling and the meditating. Yeah, sitting with it and just getting your thoughts out on paper. It's simple. It may seem like oh, there's got to be more. Sometimes, yes, we got to do you know the deep healing work, and I'm all for that, and I love the all the breath work and psychedelics and all that stuff. But sometimes it just takes a journal and it takes to sit in stillness, and a lot of things calm down, you know, just for like simple things. But a lot of people want other answers. Like, no, I don't want to sit. I don't want to write. I'm like, all right, well, you know, give that a try. Like, yeah, <laughs> promise you, I was the same. Prove way. me wrong
1: that it doesn't work.
0: Cool. I promise you that I've been the same way. That's bullshit. It doesn't work yet. Do this for like ten days straight and see. You'll see. You yeah. just your subconscious just wants to be heard, like, mm-hmm. you know. And and sometimes it just helps with clarity. So, yeah, that's been really helpful
1: for me. Yeah. Now I'm curious about like. What your perspective would be on like, when to pivot from something, when to give up or let go, like give up. I don't like to you know say it that way, but like, let go of something. And so like, if you're working on something and not that this happened with the book, but because this was, you faced a lot of challenges with getting it out into the world, like, You could have, of course, seen like, oh, my publisher goes bankrupt, like all this shit happening and being like, oh, well, maybe I'm not supposed to put this book out into the world. Right. Which was not the case. Right. You're like, no, this is me. This is a lesson in leaning harder into my vision and my purpose, regardless of what kind of shit comes up. But there are situations where sometimes the lesson is walking away or being done or being like wait this never was in alignment anyway so why am i fighting so hard for it to keep going or to hold on to it right so like how to know when to like lean in harder or to let go or pivot
0: such a good question i've asked that in the past too and i think it's so important it's such a good question in life in general right and it can be like that for relationships it can be at what point do we keep going or pivot? Like, is it a roadblock or is it time to just pivot? Such a good question. I feel like, again, you got to feel at to like, what does your body feel like when you think about doing that thing? Hmm. You know, and I think once you start to get used to paying attention to your body and doing these things, you start to realize you're like, oh, for me, if there's like this annoyance or there's like, oh, I hate doing that. And that pops up that's a sign if that is like more present than like loving the thing like I don't know but for me the thought of writing my book was like such a deep it was like from my soul and I was like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: no matter what this is gonna keep happening like I'm not quitting this no matter what and my podcast was the same thing it was like a message when I started that like I don't care what anybody says I don't want to hear about how saturated it is, or how many downloads you got, or I don't give a fucking shit. I'm going to do this and I'm going to keep the blinders on. I'm going to do it. And I've kept that since. And I just know, even though days I'm like, I don't feel like interviewing that person. Once I'm done, I'm like, this is what I need for my soul. So those things I've kept going. But there's also things, let's say, for instance, you know, I had a, like a podcast production company and we kind of branched into like, you know, media and booking people. And You know, as we talked about before, and Mm like I had to ask myself, do I really want to do this? Or is this just something that I'm doing to like give me the option to like go all in with what I really want to do, which is like speaking and writing more and creation and all that? And I've had to really be like, okay, clients are stopping. People aren't like my passion isn't into this anymore. Clients are sort of fading podcast mm-hmm. productions becoming, you know, you can get it done anyway. And I was like, I got to pay attention to that because it shouldn't be so hard. There should be a sense of like flow. I think that hard work is good, but it can't be this like constant uphill battle where like nothing yeah. ever feels like it feels like it's coming from this ego driven place versus like a soul place. Right. And it's like, right. you actually enjoy
1: Yes. I think that's uh, like that yeah. differentiation. Like, okay. Cause yeah. Cause the path to your dreams is going to have challenges for sure. Yeah. Like your mission, of course. Right. Like not is by no means saying like, Oh, it's always going to be easy, especially no. when it's the right, right thing to do in the right path. Absolutely not. Right. Mm. But yeah. Knowing like, okay, has this been an uphill battle for a while? Why am I still really aligned to this? Is this still serving my overall mission and vision or, and so is it still worth it and in alignment, or could I accomplish this in another way? Or am I trying to force this to work because I don't want to feel like a failure, yeah. right? Or like, because I, then I'm going to think I'm a piece of shit and I suck, yeah. right? Like, yeah. yeah.
0: That's exactly it. And I think that's such an important point is that we have to know the difference between going after things that we love and having the hard work and the resistance versus doing things, grinding for something that we don't want to do. I think it comes from your intuition. It puts adversity in front of you and you choose it. You're going to avoid it long-term. If you avoid Uh it short-term, you're going to get it thrown at you later on unexpectedly. And I think that we really just, there's too many opinions on what people should do in the entrepreneurial world and business world, it becomes like super confusing, right? And I feel like, why do I even listen to this guy or, or girl? whatever? Like, why are they, it's just because they're the loudest one in the room or they're like, I don't know why even, I don't even resonate, but I'm listening to them and they're. it's making me feel like I need to do it this way. And I think at the end of the day, you really got to remember like why you started and what you really want to do with it. And then if it starts to become where you like dread it and it's for the wrong reasons, you're not going to have success in it anyways. And I've noticed that in my life when I don't have, when I don't have my heart and soul into something, it just doesn't, it just fades. Like I can't put in the work if I hate something, I just cannot do it. I've never done jobs that I hated. I've always quit them and done things that like, that I at least like to do. That's why I was a bartender for so many years. Cause I refuse to do anything else that wasn't at least making me some sort of fulfillment in some way. Yeah. So that's what I think long answer to the question. It's like really ask yourself these questions and look at the situation like how does it make me feel? Do I dread this thing or is it aligned with what I want to do but it's difficult at times? There's a difference. Yes. There's a difference between you know when you have a big dream there's going to be tons of shit get thrown at you. But at least you're doing it to accomplish what you want instead of someone else's dreams or someone else's projection, right. To prove to somebody, it's like, there's a difference. And I guess it's like really learning to listen to those feelings in your body and just getting clear on like what your body is telling you about that situation. And I think the better you get at that, the easier that gets to be, but it's not easy or everybody would have all these answers figured out, picking the right choices. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what have been some of your best practices or tools to get in tune with your body to be able to listen to your intuition? Yes. Meditation, I would say, but would love to hear you speak into that a bit more. Cause I completely agree with you when it comes to decision-making and all of that.
0: Yeah. Meditation has been life-changing. I've done a lot of Dr. Joe Dispenza meditations. I've been to two mm-hmm. of his events. Oh, cool. Yeah. Meditation. And I've done ayahuasca. I've sat with ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. I've sat with five meo, DMT, bufo. I've done a lot of like you know psychedelics. So I've seen through the veil, and I understand. You know, if anybody doesn't have a spiritual practice or doesn't believe, you will after that. <laughs> I tell you <laughs> yeah. that. But you know, I mean, whatever. You don't have to do it. It's not for everybody. But I just, it's given me this ability to be able to connect to spirit, to ourselves, to God, and whatever you want to call it, universe doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But that ability to be able to connect to that truth, to myself, the only way that I've really been able to do that is through meditation and breath work.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I love yoga. I haven't done a ton of it lately since COVID. But yeah, that stuff has really... Because like, you know, obviously you talk about masculine and feminine stuff, right? And a lot of people, especially men, a lot of them are like very alpha masculine driven and a lot of them don't talk about the feminine. I talk about it a lot in my book because I think the warrior energy that I talk about is a balance between masculine and feminine. So to be able to hear the intuition and feel the intuition, you need to be balanced in the feminine. So you need to be able to slow down, need to be able to meditate journal create art i think creating art is like a doorway to our soul to god is like our creations are you know writing filming poetry drawing whatever it is that's like the truest form of expression from our intuition and our soul so i think the more somebody can do that the more they get they don't ignore it they just listen to it like they just create things want to do it because it's like a natural impulse and they act on it versus like oh well, that's stupid like let's do what makes sense in society or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my practice is like figuring out what I like to do to feel good. Like, you know, I like reading, I like drawing things. I love doing podcasts like this, right? I love all of this kind of stuff. And after I finish a conversation like this, I am at the highest vibration that I could be. And for me, that frequency is like the highest and the closest thing to the truth and intuition of who I am. So mm-hmm. any information that comes after that is very pure and clear, in my opinion. So the more you do things that you know, are in the feminine, the more you are able to connect to that. And I think I've noticed, and I didn't know that before in the past, but my decision and information comes to me clear when I do those things and the signal to the intuition gets clear. and. Yeah. Yeah. So hope that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I completely agree with the intuition lives in the feminine. Right. And so being able to really trust yourself, I mean, trusting yourself comes from a lot of different factors. Right. But part of that, of course, is being connected to your intuition. So, yeah. So, masculine men want to have more of that assuredness, self belief, it's like self guidance, of course, like being able to lean into the feminine and connect with your intuition is super, super important. So you said you posted this actually like very recently, actually, like I, in the last couple of posts on Instagram, and I've heard you say it in other interviews and you literally just said it a few minutes ago that like, you're the problem and the solution. Like we are like, I'm the problem and the solution in this shit in my life, that sort of thing. I would love for you to speak into that a little bit more. Cause My audience, like the listeners, like get that. And right, like sometimes it can be a little bit of a, oh, fuck, I'm the reason why shit is not going well in my life. Cool. But we're so ready to take credit for it when things are amazing, right? Oh,
0: totally. (laughs) It's a beautiful, (laughs) simplified way to look at it is just taking complete ownership. Exactly like what you just said. When things go great, own it. When things aren't going great, own it and take the lesson. And it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes, but it's also empowering. Like what a great place to be. Like I'm in control of my life. And if I have things that keep coming and I have been through a lot, trauma, whatever it's been great, here's an opportunity to fix, to heal it, to work on it. That's what it all is. Everybody's just doing their best, right? It's all it is. Everybody's just doing their best. And to create that awareness to be like, all right, So uh, here I am, here's what I've done up to this point. Like, how can, like, what keeps coming up? You know, what are my behaviors? How can I heal them? And then like learning about that, learning about trauma. I think trauma is the root to everything. And I think that it's like, what an awesome opportunity to just take ownership from today. It doesn't matter. There's no point of feeling shame. That's not a shame exercise. It's like, great. I get to make a change in my life. I get to figure out the shit that I keep doing all the things that went wrong. And, you know, let's heal it. And let's find people that are doing the same thing because everybody's gone through a lot of things, right? And I don't want to discredit anybody's story, but there's been people that have been able to move through a lot of that and create amazing things. And some people have gone through less and gotten stuck and everybody's hardest thing is their hardest thing. But I think knowing that you are the problem and the solution is just something that is like, great. I can fix this. I don't need mm-hmm. anybody else to fix it, but I can, you know, I'm also the one that created this in a sense. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's a big part of just taking ownership. And I don't think enough people take ownership in, in our society these days. I,
1: yes. Which is like the, literally the next thing I wanted to talk about is that victim mentality. Like, oh, things are happening to me, this, da, 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 right? Like and very much, and especially the last, like, I feel like couple of years with everything going on in the world, I feel like victim mentality is encouraged and rewarded in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Before you even well, say, I like, mean, why, we why can do go that? down all the rabbit holes of I mean, why is that? <laughs>
0: like, why don't we want to empower people? Like, why do we want to just make them like, I just don't understand it. I can't see. I just don't. It's like, why not want to like help people feel as empowered as they can as a human? Like, why take away their power? Because that's all that does is take away
1: people's power, right? Yeah. Well, and that's I think the point, right? Is of
0: course, yeah, that
1: yeah, people in victim (laughs) mentality and operating from victim are easy to control,
0: right? And when you're scared, you're easier to control, and you're easier to turn against your neighbor. There's all kinds of stuff like that. And when you're fearful, you're more likely to get sick. So
1: Yes, that too.
0: There's a lot there. But yeah, talk about victim as well in the book. It's like, there's this, I think we can all fall into that at some point. But it's important to really try and pull ourselves out because it does nobody good. It doesn't do yourself any good. It doesn't do anybody around you any good. So it's just interesting to me and like how we got here, you know, like <laughs> some of the things I see in the people, I'm just like, man, we're having the wrong conversations. We're worried yep. about the wrong things. Yep. Could be so much easier.
1: How do you think, I mean, on an individual level, what would your advice be to somebody to shift out of operating in a victim mindset? And then have, like, also, I mean, how do we make that change on a larger scale too? Because I agree, I think it's not heading in a good direction with like most people operating that way or many people in the world.
0: In my opinion, the only way to make any change is take complete personal responsibility for your own life. What yeah. can you control every day? Like at the simplest level, if every single person just woke up and said what can I control today? What can I do today myself? Mm -hmm. And all those things and working on ourselves and being accountable for our own lives, instead of putting energy into social media and, you know, attacking people and doing all this stuff when really it could just be all that time could be spent just like bettering ourselves. And, you know, once we start to do that for ourselves, then other people in our circle see us and it starts to give them the permission to do it themselves. A lot of people are just looking for permission to find and do what they already know has already been there. It's like everyone's looking for a permission slip. And I feel like as individuals, if we can just take responsibility for what we're doing, worry less about what everybody else is doing, then things will start to change. But I can't see any other solution rather than You worry about what the fuck you're doing. I'll worry about what I'm doing. You do put what you want in your body. I'll put mine and that's it. And if we can take that ownership, then I believe that the people around us start to see that. And the people that are close to us start to go, oh, okay, well, they're doing that. Without us telling them, do this, do that, do this. There's too much of that going on in the world. You should do this. You should do that. Nobody cares. Nobody listens to that. Everybody tunes it out. What people care about is if they see somebody else Embodying this stuff, then they go, "Wow, that person's really person seems to be happy. They seem to be healthy. Maybe I'll do what they're doing," and like mm-hmm. that's how change happens. I don't believe that change happens at all by telling people to do things, telling yes. people. And I learned that in coaching. I learned that when I was growing up, being coached by coaches in hockey, that that was the way it was. Fear tactics scare us into doing stuff for the short term. It may work, but eventually you tune it out. You're just like, "Screw off, man." I I don't like that. There's ways of getting people to do things without telling them do this. But if you uh-huh. don't practice it, if you don't embody it, then it's going to be harder for the people around you to change because they're going to feel like this sense of like, they're going to push you away the more you tell them how to act. And I think that's, we're getting treated like little kids in this world Yeah. and people just love it. They just eat it up. It's yeah. Like, don't you want to just, don't you want to be strong? Like, don't you want to just do, you have a life on this earth. Like, don't you want to be powerful at all? Like, Like,
1: even like with after COVID and stuff like that, like, yeah, it was like a shit show in so many ways. And I know here in California and other places too, but like people were getting such good. I mean, businesses got hit so hard, right? Like it is so fucked up. And people were getting so much money on unemployment that they were not willing to go get jobs and like businesses were needing people right like businesses like restaurants stuff like that couldn't find people to hire because so many people were like well like literally like I know people who like they're like oh yeah I can't hire anyone because everyone's getting so much more on like not more but like everyone would prefer to just stay on unemployment which like sure I get like I'm of the mentality, like, yeah, I would like to make money the easiest way possible, but also I don't want to be like a, Yeah. about to say things I probably shouldn't. I also don't want, <laughs> let's build her a little bit, but like, I also want to be purpose-driven and stuff like that and be a productive member of society.
0: Yeah. So I think people just don't understand that, you know, penalizing people for being successful it's the wrong idea when really the people above that are the ones that are like the ones you should be concerned about. But what we should be concerned about is empower people with the skill set and the mindset and the habits that they can use in their life to make themselves better and to create. There's a great time to be alive now. You can create things, you can do things. Yeah. You can, there's resources, right? It's not easy, but man, like that's life. And I just think too many people just don't see that, and they watch too much in the news, and they watch too much of their favorite celebrities that are just bought and paid for, you know. And yeah. it's just been such a wild ride the last three years. Like I just sometimes I'm just like I can't believe it. Like I can't what believe
1: what the hell this is still a
0: thing. Like are you guys are still on this thing? Like,
1: oh my god!
0: Like it's like in California, like. I can't believe, like, I don't know how you've done it in that.
1: Standard. Oh my gosh. Right. Not like, only
0: is it so expensive, but it's like, you couldn't do anything there. It's like,
1: yeah, for a long time. And like,
0: beautiful place I traveled
1: a lot. I traveled a lot yeah. the last two and a half years. Right. I don't think I still not even, I haven't stayed home more than four weeks in Los Angeles or sorry, eight weeks since like May, 2020. So I probably will this right now. Yeah. I don't know. I have a trip in February, but it'll be like six weeks. Yeah. I go somewhere every like six to eight weeks at least. <laughs> I love
0: LA. LA's got, the only thing is the traffic, but man, I love that city. Yeah, There's like something about
1: it that it's it's great. Yeah. But yeah, it was a wild place out here. <laughs> so another question for you before we wrap up, Yeah. you mentioned it a little bit, but also a bit before we hit record, just that like this season, you're navigating a lot of unknown and a lot of pivoted pivots and stuff like that, and getting uncomfortable. What would be some, because especially like starting a new year, right? Like there's this pressure to like, Oh, set goals, set resolutions or whatever, like all this kind of stuff and like have a clear plan and go, go, go jump right in all of that, which I'm sure for people who are like, wait a second, I feel like I don't know what direct, like that can be, I don't know. I would imagine that could be like stressful for a lot of people, What's some of your, like, how do you gracefully navigate unknown?
0: Controlling what I can control.
1: Okay.
0: I like simple, you know, like for me to do things and make change, I have to keep it simple. And books like Atomic Habits were great for that Mm. because I have big goals. I look at, I do the Bob Proctor work. I have the big goals and I'm doing all the things and he's, you know, all of that stuff. And I'm all about all of that. But then also it's like, what are the daily habits that align with that that we can do every single day? And for me, it's like there's, I've had to make it simple for me to make progress. I have to do these things every day. And I realized when I did the 75 Hard Program, I don't know if you've heard of it, mm-hmm. but I did it. I did it for 73 days. I think I failed in 72 or 73 because I was in Brazil and I was so pissed. Anyway, I just realized that when you have non negotiables every day that you're going to do no matter what, weird things happen. You know, like goals happen and like fitness goals happen for me that I've been trying to have for so long. And I'm not saying everyone has to do 75 hard, but for me, I found, and I'll probably do it again, that discipline is the key doing things that, you know, work actually open up that flow state better. And I think if you can find things that you can consistently stick to every day, not only will that build confidence, but it'll also get you into a flow. You'll start to feel good. And for me, that's what I do. I try and go, what can I do every day that I can commit to that align mm. with who I want to be? And yeah. just like the simple things, right? Like, I think it's like the simplest stuff, how it works the best. And yeah, people don't do the simple things long enough. No. Right.
1: I love that you're saying that because that is my word for 2023 or words are simple and consistency. Yeah. You know, like I'm all for like, I like the drama and I like really high intensity and stuff like that. But also like, I had way too much of that this last year. So I'm like, I just want simple and consistent.
0: (laughs) I can't wait to hear about your year when you come on my show. It's going to
1: be good. Oh my gosh. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like that's the thing. A lot of when people ask me and expect some like huge answers, I'm like, just do simple things consistently for a while. I promise you it'll change things. And cuz I've seen it. I had there's been times where I didn't stick to things and I wonder why things didn't happen. And yeah. I think that is the best way to make progress is to just what can I control? What can I control every day? And what can I make sure to commit to every day? If it's one thing, if it's two things. And just do that. Obviously you got to do whatever else you need to do in your day, but like I think those little habits are those little blocks every single day are what build that foundation, right? And eventually you have a big wall and then a big castle or whatever. And if you don't do those things daily, you're not, sometimes it's hard too. like, especially I'll go back to 75 hard because when you're on day 27 and you've worked your ass off and you've been consistent, you're like, I don't really see any results. Like what is going on? Uh, I want to quit. Right. It's like, there's uh a lot of those times and that is when you need to keep going. And then all of a sudden there's like a hockey stick growth. And you're like, (sighs) Yes, you're like oh, you know, on day forty, I was like, wow, you really like fitness goals. I was like, you leaned out, good job. Like, wow, like it's crazy how that shifts, and I feel like it happens in life too with with things, right? It's like yeah, keep going because eventually it's gonna just shoot up. So
1: yeah, well, and like growth isn't linear, healing isn't linear, right? So all this kind of stuff, but the consistent consistency. So like having your eye on the prize, right. Whatever that vision is, whatever that goal is you're working toward. And then knowing like, okay, like, yes, I get to like have my energetic foundation, my mindset. Right. And then do the consistent daily actions, not to say that it's always going to every single time work out for you, but like a lot of the times like that, that makes shit happen. Right. And it's so much simpler then we realize, I think a lot of the time, like, I think we overcomplicate things so much. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah and I, one more thing with that. I just want before I feel like I'm sorry, I jumped. No, keep before. going. I'm good. Go. There's just a point there that I want to, I feel like when you're following that truth, your heart, your intuition, yes, you have your intention, your goal, and you brought up a good point. You know, most times you hit it. Sometimes you don't, but what happens is you're on the path and you may very well not hit that, but you will meet somebody, go somewhere or get an opportunity that is actually way better than what you wanted. yeah you trusted that vision to get you. And sometimes it works out exactly, but sometimes right. it brings you somewhere else.
1: Yes, right? And that's also
0: yes. where you can't get too stuck on that outcome because then you'll block yourself from a better opportunity in the moment too. So that's also- yep one of those pivots or keep going. It's like, no, that's not the exact goal I want. Yeah. But you got to be willing to like, look at what is this though? Right. And I think doing that consistently will bring you the right person or the opportunity or the synchronicity that will always align with your greater good, you know, but that is tough sometimes for people. Right. So, yep.
1: Yeah. Cause it's like, get clear on what you want, what the vision is, and then do the daily actions, but releasing the how, right? Release it. Like, I don't know how exactly it's going to look or turn out or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, okay, I know that these actions are going to get me closer to that. And if new actions present themselves that are more effective, great. I'll lean into those, but yeah. And exactly how I said, right. The thing it may not happen the way that you thought, but it might be like, oh, wait, but it led me down a path that made it the outcome even better. So good thing I kept doing like these little silly things. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I
1: had that kind of situation happen for me this past week, like while I was navigating a bunch of shit, like, let me tell you, like, I was like have, crying to my coach like multiple times a day, the last like two weeks and be like, I don't like, like, I don't know what to do. Like, no, 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 no. Like all this. She's like, just keep taking the actions. She's like, just keep taking the actions. I'm like, like and not that I'm like, you know, I still haven't resolved all the stuff that I was working through. I, but like made a crap ton of shit happened by being consistent and staying focused. And like, got to that point, which sometimes happens when we are feeling squeeze or pressure adversity, where I'm like, literally like what else could like give me more what else you got because like i can handle a lot like at this point like why not throw a few more fucking things at me like yeah i can handle it it hasn't killed me yet so let's keep going like you know and
0: yeah that's a good spot to be because you're like i'm gonna be okay i'm good right
1: yeah i'm like it hasn't killed me so like i'm just gonna keep trucking through like we'll see what happens yeah it's fun, this being a human thing.
0: <laughs> it is, you know, it's funny because some people I asked, I remember I had a summit 2021 and it was like, I'd interview people for like 30 minutes, short little things. And I'd mm-hmm. said, what does adversity mean to you? And they would say, everybody had a different answer. And some would be like, I see it as a game. Like Dan Fleischman, guy's like massively mm-hmm. successful entrepreneur. Yeah. It's like, yep. it's like, I see it as a game. It's just like a puzzle. And I'm like, such a good way to look at it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the most
0: successful people see it's it. It's like a,
1: the big boss at the end of a level, right? Yeah. That's literally what I was telling my coach last week. I was like, to be perfectly honest, like just like I said, like I laugh now because I'm like the amount of shit that happened like literally in a 24 hour span on one day last week, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like what is going on? I'm like, do I need to have any, like to the point where you just, I got to this place of like dissociation that I was like, what other hard conversations do I need to have? What other challenges do I need to just run right into? Because like, I can fucking handle anything right now, (laughs) like there, but yeah, but like I was at this point and I was telling my coach too, like, I was like, honestly, all I want to do, like what feels easiest is to just literally like lay on my floor and cry and like with everything and like just get a job, right? Like just get a real job, like fuck all this shit, like da 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 da, all this kind of stuff. Like I'm selling my house. Like that's the level I was at. And then I was like, but I know that that would just mean I get to learn this lesson again in a different way. And that the way that I get to overcome this shit once and for all, because, you know, I could see the common threads between that stuff and other things, right? I'm like, the way that I fucking break this pattern once and for all is by leaning real hard into it. So like, let's go. I'm like literally on fire right now. Let's lean in through the fire. Yeah. (laughs) And again, like it's still, things are still falling into place and getting worked out. But I was like, Oh no, I'm literally at the turning point place in this situation. And I can either like go like, Oh, someone rescued me help. And I can't do it. Like cry, like poor me mode or I can like be like, you know what? Yeah, this feels shitty. Lean in harder and like take action.
0: Mm.
1: Take different actions, new actions, whatever it is. So yeah.
0: You're alchemizing it right now.
1: Yes, yes. Magician.
0: That was amazing. (laughs) I like hearing that because you're going to level up so much from this though. Like yeah, this is going to, you're going to hit like a new level that once you overcome, you're going to go, shit, I overcame that and i think it's so normal too cuz i so many times i'm like i want to quit all this and just go pour drinks where it's easy make tips screw this shit like, yeah, like right <laughs>
1: but then i'm like no but then i would have to show up when i don't want to not that well, like
0: exactly right that still well,
1: happens spoiler alert everybody yeah. listening like you still being an entrepreneur, you still definitely do shit you don't want to when you don't want to oh, at yeah. times. <laughs> you yeah, know?
0: of course. And being an entrepreneur is definitely glorified. It, it's a lot of hard work, sometimes a lot yeah. harder than having a regular job. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. It
0: takes a lot of courage to step into the fire every day of being an entrepreneur. That's yeah. the lesson.
1: Yeah. And like being willing to be like, oh, there are going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Everything's ruined moments. Yeah. At times. But what was I going to say? Well, yeah. What you were saying with leveling up, I literally last week, like once I was like, no, I'm committed to leaning into this instead of just being like, fuck it. Right. And with each action and decision I was making, like could literally like viscerally feel old identities, old patterns, limiting beliefs. Like all I could actually feel it, like getting off of my body as I was like leaning in more instead of like just staying Mm -hmm. frozen or running it was yeah it's pretty cool
0: like oh okay great that reminds me of when even in like a tough meditation or even like when I was doing ayahuasca it's like the harder it is it's like this too shall pass yeah that's what kept coming to me it's like lean into that because that discomfort eventually gets alchemized into that's what it is that's what alchemy is it's like taking that dark and moving into the light right Mm -hmm. and it's like I mean turning it into that that like it's, you got to sit through the fire and eventually that turns into love that turns into like, if you turn that in and I think maybe that's a bit woo woo for somebody, but it's a good way to think of it because everything that you can sit through and face eventually will turn into something that will bring you joy or love or something. It always does. That's why I think going through adversity is so important as much as it sucks in the moment. There's always something on the other side of it, always. And if you can do what you're doing, and that's such good advice for people. It's like, lean into it more. Lean into that difficult position when you're meditating. Lean into that, that yoga position. That's why it's there. And then eventually, boom, it's easy. Yeah. That's how you grow. That's how you grow. So I just uh-huh. wanted to say, like, yeah, that's super important. And you're going to look back and you're going to go, holy shit. I'm so glad I like leaned into that.
1: Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> 100%. All right. On that note, thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome. And obviously, we've mentioned the book several times. So I want to make sure you tell everybody how they can get a copy of it. So, Mastering Adversity and Lance also has a podcast. Where's the best place to get a copy of it? Amazon, your website.
0: Yeah, Amazon. And it's available in Barnes and Noble as well online. And I'm not sure of the other place, but Yeah. Amazon Barnes and Noble, and we can't get it through the website, but you can check out my website, look at the podcast and all the people. I can't wait to have you on the podcast, university University podcast. If you guys want to check that out, lots of amazing humans that, you know, talk to about just like this, just dive it in, just go on. And everybody's just got such a powerful story and everybody's just Mm -hmm. got something that you're just like, wow, I didn't even expect that to happen. I didn't even think it was going to go that way. And it went that way. You know, that's the mm-hmm. beauty of it. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And I appreciate you having me on. This was
1: absolutely, great. Absolutely. And where can everyone get connected with you on social media?
0: Yeah. Lance.esios. L-A-N-C-E on Instagram. I had a problem with my Instagram re- recently. I got shadow banned because I, well, I'll just keep the backstory. It's funny. I was following a ton of people and I realized I need to like clean off my list and I wanted to start at zero. And then refollow, but I got in because you did for that.
1: the same too thing many. too fast. Yeah. And so Now
0: I'm like building up my followers again to like who I want to follow. And that's like, I'm yeah. still doing that. So it's kind of interesting, but <laughs> I don't know oh why my I gosh, told I'm that envious. Story. No, I'm envious of you. With... Story, but... It's
1: okay. You know what? You needed to share it. Speak your yeah. truth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we're back on there. And it was, I was not allowed for a little while, but we're good yeah. now.
1: <laughs> All right, cool. Find Lance on Instagram, get a copy of the book, everybody, Mastering Adversity. Check out his podcast, University of Adversity. And yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you because the world needs more of your magic.